Welcome to God's Playbook with your host, Father Rico Passero. Let's play ball. Friends, welcome back to God's Playbook. We begin season three today. Hard to believe that we're over 300 episodes in as we start our third season. I want to first by thanking God for pushing me to do this podcast for all of you. It's been a lot of fun for me and my team here, and I hope that you're all benefiting from the daily podcasts. For those listeners and the diehards from episode one back last August the 15th, God bless you. If you're new to the podcast, God bless you too. But we need to make you a diehard because it's very important that we increase our faith each day. That's why I launch these daily. So welcome to season three. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to come upon us as we begin our new season. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Loving and gracious God, through this podcast, you touch the hearts of so many listeners as you touch mine as podcast leader. Please grant us the gift of an enhanced faith. May we know more about you. May we commit ourselves to live a life that is holy and pleasing in your sight. And by the grace of the Holy Spirit, may you bless everyone who listens to this podcast, that they may grow in their relationship with you and deepen their faith overall. We especially ask that you bless all those who go without necessities of life, the basic human needs, for those who are lacking in faith and those who are far from you. We ask that they be brought closer to you and heed the words, come follow me. We ask these in all things through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Catherine of Alexandria, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. So friends, how are we going to start season three? Well, we're going to start with one of Jesus' power players on his team. Team Jesus with those apostles. Today is the feast of St. Thomas the Apostle. And St. Thomas is a very heavy hitter. What do you know about St. Thomas, friends? I think most of you attribute St. Thomas with the passage in the gospel that speaks about his lack of faith. It's today's gospel at Mass. Thomas, called the twin, who was one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But Thomas said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, the disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to Thomas, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Friends, let's face it. So many of us end our story with that. 
that story of Thomas the doubter. And yet that's not the end of the story for Thomas. It's really just the new beginning for him. St. Thomas, after his encounter with the risen Christ, is transformed. Jesus takes the time to make sure that Thomas not only sees him, but he gives him the proof that Thomas requests. Interesting, though, that Jesus was not in the room when Thomas made those statements. So imagine for Thomas to hear the Lord say, put your hand in my hands, put your hand in my side, do not doubt but believe. Once again shows the divinity of Jesus because he knows all things and he can read the human heart and he hears every discussion, every dialogue that we have. For Thomas, he must have been really humbled by this encounter with Jesus. But once he determines that indeed he is risen, Thomas is willing to spill his blood for the sake of Jesus Christ. He's no longer afraid. He no longer doubts. St. Thomas, as the church tells us, went to the end of the world at that time to proclaim Christ crucified. St. Thomas goes to the people of India and preaches the gospel there. It is this conviction that Thomas had that allowed him to die by the spear as a result of being a friend of Jesus. And so the church wears red today, recognizing that Thomas and all of the others, with the exception of John, all died as martyrs for the church. Thomas the Apostle is the patron saint of India and many other Christian groups. It is very obvious as to why he would be, since he brought the gospel to the people there. What's important for us, too, friends, is to connect ourselves with that of Thomas. Was there a time in your life where you were weak in faith, where you doubted the Lord's presence? Maybe that's where you find yourself right now. Just like Jesus appeared to Thomas, there are many ways in which God reveals himself to us too. In sacred scripture, perhaps in a homily or a retreat, in a miracle that we encounter in a very secular way, perhaps in a doctor's office, or being saved from a car accident or some other devastating event. There are many ways that God reveals himself to us. And when we come to realize that God is indeed who he says he is, how many of us are like Thomas that are transformed as a result? Within the Mass itself, we hear the words of St. Thomas, who says, My Lord and my God, this beautiful statement of faith. At Mass, right after the consecration, and the priest says the beautiful words, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body given up for you. As he lifts Jesus before the people to adore, the church says that the priest is to pray inaudibly, which means under his breath, the same words that Thomas says, my Lord and my God, in this recognition of Jesus before us in the Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity. When I celebrate Mass, I say this audibly, because since being ordained over 12 years ago, I see some statistics that suggest that Catholics, whether they go to church or not, 
do not actually believe that it is truly the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. This status horrifying to me. And as I often preach, both in my parish and through this podcast, I pray that none of us fall into that trap of being lied to. Indeed, the Eucharist is Jesus, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Not a symbol, not a reminder, not some nice thing we do, but that we kneel before he who is the source of life. So I pray that out loud, my Lord and my God. And I invite each of you, whether you belong to my parish or for listeners across the world, in your own heart, to pray the beautiful words of St. Thomas as you gaze upon your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the Eucharist, truly present. The same resurrected Jesus who appeared to Thomas is before you at every single Mass, every time you kneel before him in the Blessed Sacrament, whether he's in the monstrance or in the tabernacle. We believe as Catholics that that is Jesus Christ, our Messiah and Lord. And so again, Thomas should be given the great thanks for giving us that phrase, a phrase of faith, a phrase of deep conviction, a phrase that speaks of his love for Jesus. Let's adopt the words of St. Thomas. Let's be strong in our convictions and in our faith. And let's call upon his intercession to help us to be holy too. St. Thomas the Apostle, pray for us. For God's Playbook, friends, I'm Father Rico. God loves you and so do I. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us using any of our affiliate links in the description below via Budsprout, Ko-Fi, or GoFundMe. Thanks. And God bless.